You're listening to Question Reality with Priscilla Leona, right here on LA Talk Radio. Hi! Welcome to the Question Reality Radio Show. I'm Priscilla Leona, the producer and host of this show. And we are coming to you live. At least I think I'm still living. Never know. Wake up, I'm like, am I still here, Lord? Am I here? Uh, live from Los Angeles, California. For 14 years, we have been providing our audience with entertainment industry career advice. Now, this show is for you if you are questioning your career reality uh, about pursuing a career in show business or if you are already working in the entertainment industry and you just need some tips, advice, or resource information on how and what it takes to make it in the biz. Now, guests on our show have included Emmy Award winners, we have Grammy Award winners, we have Tony Award winners, we have reality TV stars, and just a wide variety of working show business professionals uh, in film and television, and radio as producers, directors. We have casting directors. We have script supervisors, novelists, authors, actors, singers, dancers, models, musicians. Did I say that? There's so many. I lose track. Um, just oh, oh, and we bring entertainment attorneys on uh, at the end of the year. So if you have any legal questions, you can always write them, and I will ask the 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 lawman up uh, now. There are three ways that we ask you to listen to the show. Number one, download the free mobile app via App Store, Google Play Store. Number two, you can listen to us on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Amazon Podcasts, Google, Audible.com, Stitcher.com. And then the third way, obviously, is on our archive page, which is the website on LATalkRadio.com. Um, look for the show title, which is Question Reality, and or you can look for my name, Priscilla Leona, and uh, we ask you for a little itsy-bitsy, teeny-weeny, yellow polka dot bikini favor, and that is to please subscribe to our podcast on Apple. We also ask, if you like the show, please give us a little like, a little follow. Everybody needs a little thumb these days in more ways than one. But it <clears throat> used to be a finger, now it's a thumb. But <clears throat> you, can, you can do a finger and a thumb. But uh, we ask that you subscribe to us. We are all over. Uh, just Google Priscilla Leona or Question Reality. And um, we are on Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn and Instagram and TikTok and YouTube and every social media platform under Priscilla Leona. Okay, so please do that. Finally, if you want to be a guest on the show or you know someone that's working professionally in the entertainment industry, please go to our official website to submit. Now, listen carefully. It's a different website address. It's uh, questionrealityradioshow.com, questionrealityradioshow.com, not latalkradio.com, which is what you're listening to us on now. That is where we air the show. Um, actually, I think that, <laughs> I think we're on Facebook right now. I never know because we go back and forth, back and forth. 
But wherever I am, to submit to be a guest, go to questionrealityradioshow.com and just click the contact link. And you just need to put your name in an email and just uh, a website. And that's it. You are on your way down the booking highway to be on the show. Um, Now, also, I wanted to talk about really quick about branding. That is something that I really try to integrate every single week into the show as my tip because I deal with so many people and when I meet them they say oh you know I'd love to be a guest on your show when you meet people at parties and you're doing your networking and your marketing we don't hand out very rarely do you hand out business cards anymore so you got to kind of rely on your name right or your product so when people say, oh, I met this really cool guy at a party, I'd love to book him as an actor, check him out, whatever. They're, they're going to go to Google and they're going to do it on your name. So as far as branding, try to keep your name as the main branding source. If it's a product that you have, of course, the name of the product, but always make sure you hashtag it with both. And so very important. People have five second attention spans. They just don't want to go looking. And so many people, they'll have uh, Twitter, they have one name and Facebook is another and Instagram. People are just not gonna find you, I'm sorry. So if you you don't have many followers, there you go. That might be a reason why. So there you go. All right, on to the most exciting part of the show, which is the guest. Oh, I have the best guest. I feel like I have the best. I'm right, right underneath Graham Norton. Right under there. Well, maybe. Hmm. I'd like to be. Uh, But we have a guest that certainly is worthy to be on The Tonight Show and The Graham Norton Show. He's fantastic. I met him 14 years ago. We both started doing this show at LA Talk Radio. Um, I started in May. I think he started in February. I'm not sure. I'll ask him. Of 2008. Can you believe it? Um, He's a fantastic guy. He's Gorgeous, first of all. He's so hot. I want to sit him on my lap, turn him over, and spank him a little bit. But those are just fantasies. But who knows? I might attack him one day. His name is Max Tucci. Now, is that a name or what? That is a superstar name, as far as I'm concerned. He is an award-winning author, a radio and TV host. He's a film producer, film director, and most importantly to me, because I like to consider myself this title, Entertainment Enthusiast. Love that title. I'm gonna, actually, I'm going to borrow that from Max. Um, he coined a lifestyle expert from his appearances on uh, America's Next Top Model. And if you listen to the show regularly, you know I am loving me some Tyra Banks. So uh, that happened for him. He's appeared on WSFL, the CW, Bravo, uh, Lifetime Channel, CNN, CNBC, that's a hard one, True TV, HDLN, MSNBC, MTV, VH1, PIX11, WE, Fox Family, MTVE, the CW, the ESPN, EHEL, a bot. About.com and the Daily Buzz. Oh, my God. I'm I'm winded. I'm winded. I just don't know if I have any air to go on those titles. He's so multi-hyphenated, isn't he? 
Um, he has a weekly radio show also on LA Talk Radio, as I just said earlier. It's called Max and Friends, and he is on also Sundays at 8 o'clock. So I don't know if he's actually going to be on tonight, but just go to latalkradio.com and look for Max and Friends or Max Tucci, and you will be able to hear all of his shows as well. And Max is uh, known for being a food and entertaining enthusiast, as I said, and he's also a philanthropist. I'm going to talk to him. I think I'm a, I'm a needy cause. I need someone to be my philanthropist. Uh, and he's a historian of the legendary, iconic, and historic restaurant known worldwide. If you don't know this restaurant, oh no, I might have to discipline you. It's Delmonico's. Yes, you've heard of Delmonico's in New York. Uh, Max owns the largest collection of Delmonico's memorabilia in the world, I hear. And when he's not working his fingers, I threw this in. I think it's funny, so I want to I wanna chuckle at least. When he's not working his fingers to the ribeye steak bone, yep. I did it. Uh, he's usually jet setting around the globe or entertaining at one of his many residences. He lives in New York. He lives in Florida. He lives in Colorado, uh, Florence, Italy. I'm sure there's some other places that he has that I don't know about. Uh, now, I want you, very important, if you are in New York, actually, if you're anywhere in the world and you want to go to a fantastic book launch, Woo! You can join Max Tucci. You can actually meet him and get him to sign your book. I imagine he's signing books at his book launch at the Rizzoli Bookstore in Manhattan. It's November the 15th. My birthday's the 12th, so that's a Saturday, 12, 13, 14. I think that's a Tuesday. Hmm. See, I should treat myself. If I had a jet, I would jet myself over there. Uh, November 15th from 6 to 7.30 p.m. New York time. And uh, it's at 1133 Broadway at 26th Street, New York, New York. And you can follow Max Tucci on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Max Tucci. Look, he's he's got my branding. He knows about branding at Max Tucci and at the Delmonico Way, also at Oscars Delmonico and Rizzoli Books. Yes. And uh, you can go to Linktree, Max Tucci. You can see all of his social media platforms. So again, you can order the book as well. Again, it's the Delmonico Way. Actually, I didn't introduce the book, did I? Well, here you go. I'm doing it now. The Delmonico Way Sublime Entertaining and Legendary Recipes from the Restaurant that Made New York. It's a great holiday gift. I'm going to get a couple of them, give them out. Stocking stuffers, they're perfect. So without further ado, let's bring him on. Woo! Woo! Holy macaroni! Priscilla Leona! Woo! Max Tucci Richie! Oh my God. You know, I think I asked you this before with your last name being Tucci. I think I asked if you were related to Stanley Tucci. And what was your response? Isn't it wonderful? We both have shows about food. Ah, ah, ah. Um, yeah. Well, I'm not about food. What? Stanley Tucci and I both have shows. Oh, it's the does Tucci. He have one? I do 
Tucci know. Squared, CNN, and we both have cookbooks. I did not know <laughs> that. See that you learn something new every day. Every day. But now, you are uh, obviously, as we said, the author of the award winning uh, cookbook. Oh my God, I just love saying it the Delmonico way. I mean, if there's a way, you want it to be the Delmonico way. So it's sublime, entertaining, and legendary recipes from restaurants in New York. So just reading the title has made, it's made me hungry, first of all. Uh, is it strictly a cookbook or does it have stories? Well, first and foremost, Priscilla, thank you for having me here again. You know, I love the last time I was on your show, we were in the studio, which is a completely different energy. This will do until we see one another again. But thank you for having me here. And in the spirit of the Demonica way, my grandfather said, all are welcome at my table. And that's what the cookbook is. It's more than a cookbook. It's really, it's a hybrid of of, a beautiful Italian family, immigrants that came to America that came in the early 1900s for that American dream. And in Italian, we call it the Sogno Americano. And in that dream that my grandfather had, he wanted to breathe new life into this restaurant that had closed, the America's first fine dining restaurant, Delmonico's, which if we love Hello, Dolly, we're going to, you know, they say, put on your Sunday clothes, we're going to ride through town. We'll see the shows at Delmonico's. And then... When Elvis sings about it in Frankie and Johnny, he says, they sing no more hot dogs and sloppy Joes. We're going to dine on steak at wine at Delmonico's. So Delmonico's, it's more than a cookbook. And I thank you for that question because it's really about my family. It has intentions. It has beautiful self-worth tips. It has tips in the kitchen. It gives you really an emotional tour of the culinary family. And also it's like the voyeurism into old Hollywood. We talk about Marilyn Monroe and Rock Hudson, and it's a beautiful, it's a tapestry. And the way that I wove it together is, yes, there's 75 classic legendary recipes. Some uh, were contributed by Carla Hall, Andrew Zimmer, and Letty Alvarez from Cupcake Wars, and Ravier Barr from India, from MasterChef, so, and Kyle Mendenhall from Colorado. So we have chefs that contributed their recipes to the book. We have our stories of the present, the past, and family and traditions. Mm, And some pictures. I hope you got some pictures. Oh, we have beautiful pictures of Eva Gabor having dinner with red buttons, Gypsy Rose Lee arriving to Delmonico's, the black and white classic pictures. The food are full. They are full technicolor from a beautiful photographer. And this book, you know, it was 15 years in the making. Of that 15-3 with Rizzoli and really making it one of the most memorable books of, of their collection of New York's historic restaurant Delmonico's and of the Tucci family. And, you know, yeah. it's great when I hear you read the subtitle because your reaction of, of the windedness of the subtitle is mine as well. It is sublime, entertaining and legendary recipes from the restaurant that made New York. And when my editor, we were working on a subtitle, Caitlin. Ciao, amore. When Caitlin gave me, um, you know, the final script, and this was the subtitle, I was like, what? You were talking about it earlier in your program. The algorithms are there. New York, restaurant, legendary, sublime, entertaining. So when that all pops up on the Google search, the book comes up with it. So it's, a, it's really an epic, iconic subtitle. Yeah, I, I mean, just alone... 
you the the title just makes you the word that pops for me and this is very important as a tip for people who are trying to figure out titles for books and films you got to have those pop words for me the pop word is sublime yeah when you hear that word you think oh i want to read that i want to know what sublime entertaining is sublime oh it's such a fancy word so you know that that is what does it for me and now uh i i love that you're incorporating everything into the book but if you had to say that there's one thing that is going to stand apart from other cookbooks what would you say it is and who is your target audience? You know, my instincts want to say it's the acknowledgement page because what I'm a firm believer in is that gratitude is really the, the secret ingredient to a successful and happy life. Yes. So my acknowledgement pages are many. And the reason why is because there's many to thank. What I want people to take from the book, yes, is about all the recipes and the story of Delmonico's during the Tucci era. And of course, the beautiful imagery and the beautiful food photography and the styling and all of that. I mean, it's an incredible book. What I really want them to take away, though, is to set intentions while setting your table, to use what your ancestors gave you, to celebrate not only the present moment, not only the future moments, but the past. And your ancestors that really created the dining tables for you that you dined at. Mm -hmm. And then continuing that legacy and honoring ancestors. The food is delicious. The stories are wonderful. But the memories of our ancestors and really honoring their legacy is for me what's really important. So it's storytelling. It's storytelling mixed with recipes and cocktails. Woo! Now you hit it. Now you hit another pot word for me. Cocktails. To you. I can't afford that damn $300 bottle of champagne you're probably drinking. So what? Now, you said that the book took 15 years to write. And, you know, that, that happens with films. I mean, a lot of people, it takes so long. But what would you say, if you can remember back, what actually inspired you to write the book? Wonderful question. Thank you for asking. So this was not the original book. Oh. <laughs> I, um, I had made it on the list of Gotham Magazine's, New York, Gotham Magazine's most eligible bachelors. <gasps> and naturally, that means you're gay. So, um, <laughs> well, you know, look at the list and you'll see okay. uh, one of New York's most eligible bachelors, one or the other, either you're a total playboy or you're gay. Yeah. Nonetheless, I got a call from an agent in New York who said, let's do a cookbook for bachelors. So we came up with an incredible book. I went to work. I started writing the book, the proposal, and it was called Romancing the Stove. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hope you trademark that well, title. My, of course, naturally, my agent at the time, lovely, became pregnant, and so um, she gave me to another agent, and then we kind of like you know that zest and that wind in the sail with her was no longer really there, which is oh, great. Yeah. I've learned throughout the years from the beautiful Sherry Salada, who was Oprah Winfrey's um, executive producer for twenty five years that there are such things as beautiful no's. 
and the beautiful no's will be the rejections. And the yeah. beautiful no's will be the people that haven't called you back. The beautiful no's might be ghosting. But what I know for sure is that the beautiful no's will lead to the divine yes. And with that said, all of those no's, I now in retrospect can look back at them and see that the no's, what they meant, were very simple. That man's rejection is God's protection. Mm. And so when I did this book, the original one we discussed, Romancing the Stove, it then turned into Bromancing the Stove. It then turned into a complete, that is like one of souffle flops, done, which was fine. So then I found the archives, not found, I was reintroduced to the archives of the Delmonico restaurant, my family's restaurant. We had a huge um, storage facility that housed all of this stuff. And in there, I open up one of the boxes and I find a beautiful diary from my aunt. And in it were stories of like Greta Garbo and, and, and Cary Grant and Rock Hudson and Gypsy Rose Lee. And then I found the guest books and the menus. And I said, you know what? This is why all those beautiful no's happened. Because now this is supposed to be my legacy, one of my legacies <clears throat> and the book. And so then I went to work. Originally was going to be a cookbook that honored the past and my and really the 1800s, the Gilded Age, and then the present and whatnot. But as I devi- as I really dove deeper into all of these archives, I learned that I really have to honor the Tucci family and my ancestors. And so this became a passion of mine. And in those 15 years, Priscilla, it was never a cakewalk like my grandfather's journey with the restaurant. I had four or five agents. I was rejected by 20 publishers or so. And um, it wasn't until I threw a, a book signing for Whoopi Goldberg at Delmonico's. Her book is incredible called The Unqualified Hostess. Talk about a great, you know, a great holiday gift. Not only is my book, but her book is wonderful yeah. before the holidays because it will teach you how to really create the atmosphere and to set your table with intentions. So mm. we'll get in more into that. But that's really the genesis of how this book started. It went from a segue from one into another. Now, with all this cooking around you, did did you actually incorporate any of your own personal recipes? I mean, do you cook? So I like to say, you remember those commercials? Um, I'm not, I'm also a client or <laughs> I'm not a doctor just on TV. Right, right. Many years right. ago, they slated me as a celebrity chef, which I always thought was comical because right. I never studied the culinary industry in a school. I'm not a chef. Yeah. I love to eat. I love to cook. Delmonico's and the kitchen of Delmonico's was my master class. Uh-huh. So I never really had to go to cooking school. Not that I'm trying to minimize cooking school, but it was not really, I didn't want to be a chef. So I learned what I could from a young age and on in my family and the traditions. So, you know, it was, um, it was an yeah. interesting thing. My recipes, I do have recipes that are mine in the book. Oh, the okay. majority of them have really been through family recipes, recipes from Delmonico's and also celebrity recipes. So my joke is, if you don't like the recipes, don't come for me. Because <laughs> you're going to love the recipes. You're going to love them. <laughs> well, uh, you are, I guess, I could feel safe in calling you a home, uh, a home cook like your friend, Rachel Ray. Oh, my God. When I saw that, I lost my mind because I was obsessed with Rachel Ray. I watched the 30-minute me- meals religiously. As a matter of fact, I still incorporate the whole cooking, all the meals for the week on Sunday. But I loved her. But I, but one of the things she used to always say is, 
I'm not a trained chef. I'm a home cook. And look, look how successful she had become. She didn't have to go to culinary school. So, you know, tell us about your experience. Uh, aren't you on her show periodically? Rachel? So I'm I, back in the day, I did a lot of cooking segments for eHow and for about.com. And with eHow, that's when I became part of the Rachel Ray buddies. I didn't even know that happened. I guess there were so many views and eHow had this agreement with Rachel Ray, the, the industry. And somehow I became what I looked at one day and someone said, look, you're a Rachel Ray buddy. What I know for sure is this. When you're authentic in your story, in your cooking, and you're not trying to be something that you're not or someone that you're not, all that is will rise up and meet you. And so when I'm in the kitchen and I'm cooking and I'm preparing food from the book, you know, I don't need to be a trained chef because what my secret ingredient is, is gratitude, like I said earlier. Mm -hmm. And also is, you know, there's that great movie, Soul Food. When you put your soul into cooking, you don't have to go to cooking school. Yeah. You know, and if you mess up, it's okay. And what I love about this book is that you can take one recipe and you can blend it with another. There's no Mm -hmm. rules in my kitchen. And I think that's what makes the difference with the Delmonico way where there were so many rules um, for perfection and not only perfection, but for elegance, sophistication, and really style and grace. My -hmm. kitchen's a little more loose. And I talk about in the book where I say, you know, never should you put um, silverware in the dishwasher. Never should you put hand-painted plates in the dishwasher, you know, these heirlooms that we have. And I'm at the point where it's like, you know what? Put them in the dishwasher. The (laughs) silver, and here's what I've learned about silver. The patina is the perfection because the patina tells the story. If something is always shiny and new, it looks like it was never used. And when I have a piece of silver from Delmonico's and I can see the fingerprints embedded in it and I can see the tarnish to it, I know that there's a historical significance to it. I know that it was used, that it was loved. It could even been possibly used by Marilyn Monroe or Elizabeth Taylor. And so there's a story behind the patina. Mm, I love the patina. So you have, as I said earlier, you are so multi-hyphenated. And one of those titles is culinary and lifestyle expert. With that title, what are your responsibilities? I mean, what does that entail? You know, my drag name should be Patinaed Hyphenated Culinary Expert. (laughs) Uh, Hyphenated um, Entertaining Enthusiast. Here's what I know. The titles don't define me. At the end of the day, I'm Max Tucci. And what does that mean? You know, I wrote a wonderful book with Dr. Sister Jenna. I contributed to the book about meditation. And what the name Max Tucci means is a multifaceted person, like all of us. All of our names have meaning. And in my name, I've learned throughout the years that, you know what, Maximilian means the great. And so I, I like to, I like to work in that frequency of greatness. Mm -hmm. So that's why when it takes me three years to write a book again with intentions. So, you know, again, the titles are fun. You know, they're part of this quirky industry. Um, At the end of the day, Max Tucci is a friend. He's a spiritual gangster and I got your back. If you're my friend, I got your back. You know, I'm like, my initials are Ohm, Oscar Maximilian, which Oscar is my first name. So I'm your own boy. Ohm, Ohm. I know that um, I constantly see pictures of you on your social media 
pages where you are hobnobbing with so many celebrities like Oprah for one, my girl Oprah, and uh, there's so many. Uh, and I think this might be where your MC title comes in, right? I mean, do you meet all these famous people with your MC duties? You know, they get to meet me and that's the joy of it. You know, um, the beauty of being <laughs> Max Tucci is that I get to like pop my head into this bubble of celebrity, but then I also get to like, you know, pull out. <laughs> yeah. you know. the most important part, the pulling out. Exactly. So, um, you know, I do. I emcee a lot of charity events. But also remember, growing up in Delmonico's, that celebrity, you know, there was a wonderful quote in the Daily News, um, Jacqueline Cutler wrote. And she wrote, Delmonico's was where Hollywood met Wall Street and everyone was a star. So that's part of my DNA. It's growing up in this world of celebrity because that's what Delmonico's represented. It represented the Hollywood iconic celebrity, 1950s, Joan Crawford. You know, they would just sign their contracts. The ink would still be wet and they would show up at Delmonico's to celebrate. So it goes hand in hand, you know, and wow. when growing up in the restaurant in Greenwich, it was always as well, celebrity, celebrity, celebrity. So having a father that was a famous restaurateur and an iconic and legendary one and a grandfather as well, friends of friends of friends all knew my father. And so it was, you know, it's part of my path of being on that journey where I get to um, mingle with celebrity um, because of our rich history and what we gave to, uh, to the celebrity. Yeah, you are a scion. That is what you are, a scion. <laughs> But you, ha I have given you a mission, and I'm hoping that one day it happens. Remember what, to go on your lap and spank me? <laughs> well, yeah, that's one of them. But I wanted, I have to meet Harry Styles. So if you ever meet him, just, you know, pluck a part of his body off for me. A little bit of hair, you know, some skin. But um, gosh, you meet so many, but you haven't met Harry Styles yet, right? Can I tell you, the last time we did a show together, I will never forget that you are obsessed in love, fanatical, would like give your left tit for um, Harry <laughs> Styles. <laughs> yes! I know, I know. But you know what? I got to go see him in concert when he was here in LA and I did not throw a bottle at him. But uh, yeah, I saw him. And I tell you, Max, I know that you have millions and millions of celebrity friends. And I'm not really a person who gets starstruck. I mean, people are people to me. And I guess that's why I have celebrity friends. And I've been able to keep them because I don't ask them for pictures. I don't ask them to, to, to get autographs. I don't ask for favors. So I'm able to keep them in the background. But you meet so many. So it's just normal for you but when i saw harry styles i it was a surreal feeling i had an out-of-body experience so my question to you is what celebrity because you're around so many but what celebrity did you kind of have a little surreal out-of-body experience meeting? okay can you keep a secret yeah so can I. So can I. <laughs> no, I'll tell you. It is true. I've met many people. I And, you know, the key, I think, to happiness is keep your private life private. That's right. Right? There was a moment. I'll paint the picture. It was about 20 years ago. Yeah. We were in New York City. I was invited to an event that Missy Elliott was going to be at. Mm. 
And, you know, I love, love Missy Elliott, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was in that moment when I was like next to her, meeting her, and I, and you know me for a long time, 14 years, yeah. Yeah. the first time I was ever silent. Yeah. I did not know what to do. My body did not know how to process. My yeah. brain was like, you know, get your freak on, get your, get your freak on. <laughs> <laughs> and I could not even process words to say yeah. hello. And so what does that mean? I don't know. What is the karmic relationship connection? I don't know. Yeah. But what I know is, is that Missy Elliott made me speechless. Yes. Same way with her. I can be in a room with Oprah and we could have a kiki and a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> you yep. know, but you yep. give me Missy Elliott. Back then I was mute. Now yep. I think I've matured in a way where I can understand that, you know, we're all just walking yeah. each other home. Just we're all just walking this. each other home. Yeah. People were, uh, you know, David Schwimmer and I are friends. And uh, of course I was in a film way back in the day with him and he was, um, executive producer and so we went to the rap party and there were so many stars there which didn't even faze me but the one person who I met and said you know what this is probably the only time I'm ever going to see this guy I'm going to do it was Steve Perry from Journey so <laughs> I just went up to him and I started singing my song and I was like he's going to think I'm a wacko but I'm going to do it I don't care David's like, do it, do it, do it, do it. I think he more like wanted to, you know, shock uh, Steve. But I did it. And, you know, he was so cool. He started singing it with me, too. And I'm yeah. like, yeah. So Steve Perry is totally cool. And I love that. Not a journey. So uh, now you um, uh, also, you were showing me earlier, you are a Telly Award winner and uh, Communicator Awards, I think you have, and the W3 Award and the Davy Award. Now, for those who haven't heard of Telly Award, Communicator Awards, W3 Awards, or Davy Awards, can you just briefly tell us more about those and why you won them? Absolutely. So they're industry awards for entertainment and not only entertainment, but multimedia for books, for authorship. You know, it's the um, the international uh, awards and the tell between all of them. There's the tellies, there the communicators, there's the W3, there's the luxury, there's the the list goes on and how many different the muse. There are so many categories that there um, they have. And so we get nominated for the shows, um, Max and Friends. And I've won this one here is for the best lifestyle episode with Gordana Birnat, who is an Oprah Super Soul 100 teacher. Um, and then I have some others, W3s and tell, you know, for producing and directing and, and another one for, um, for hosting. The book, The Demonica Way, has not been released yet. So people who are like cont contacting me saying, oh, we bought the book in March or in, in April. Here's what happened. We pre-ordered the books. There was a delay in shipping. They were pushed out until November 1st, which in retrospect is great because it gives us November to celebrate it. Right. I do have copies. So the emails that I'm getting and I'm getting to the point is people are like, oh, we see you're selling books at your local book events. That's because I had books sent directly to me um, before they mm -hmm. got stuck in the warehouse and transportation. November 1st, they'll be rolling out. I will be on the road be between now and then. Um, so if you want to, uh, one in copy in hand now, the book point being is that without even being released one, 
the Muse Creative Award for 2022 wow. for outstanding publication. Wow. What does that mean? That means that the team that I have, which is Jennifer, the photographer, Kimberly, the food stylist, Thomas, the fruit carver, Roberto, the book designer, Natalie, my editor, Caitlin, my editor, Rizzoli, my publisher, and also Becky Diamond, who's a, a, my historian and recipe developer, all the chef contributors, all the contributors, the storytellers, all of us together created a book that was acknowledged. My grandfather's really his mantras in life were all are welcome at my table and the validations we all seek. Do you hear me? Do you see me? And do I matter? And so, you know, when we're in this industry and we're, listen, you're doing this 14 years. We both started in May, um, by the way. So we're in this 14 years. Some shows are phenomenal. Some shows were exhausted. We keep going. And that's what I tell people all the time. If you are thinking that this is an easy thing to do. I remember when we weren't even podcasting, Priscilla, we were internet radio. Yeah. And publicists were like, I am not sending over anybody to internet radio, right? <laughs> it was yeah. so much work. And here's what I know. When you do your work, when you're authentic about it, when you don't give up and when you have intentions behind them, that is when these companies like the Telly Award and every and they say, I see you, I hear you, and you matter. It's worth doing. It's worth keeping in the good fight. Keep doing your work. Whether you're acknowledged or not, here's what I know for sure. I see you, I hear you, and you matter. And keep doing your passion. That's right. Hallelujah. Now, On Sunday, can we get an amen, sister? Amen. <laughs> now, as I said, I love me some Tyra Banks. Oh, my God, I love her. You, uh, so you worked... Uh, you had you were a lifestyle expert from, and then you had appearances on America's Next Top yeah. Model. Now I watched that show from the beginning all the way up until uh, uh, what is that German girl? That beautiful German girl that was married to Seal. She Heidi Klum. Heidi. When Heidi left, I stopped watching it. But um, now is Tyra Banks cool and crisp as I think she is? Because, I mean, she, like, got down the business. And what I loved is that she told it like it is. Because you know what, Max? In this business, people ask for the truth. But they really don't want to hear the truth. When you give them the truth, they can't handle it. But she would she would lay it down for real. So tell me all about Tyra. Well, let's talk about truth first. Truth yeah. is a perspective. Because someone's truth might not be your truth. And that's okay. And you don't have to buy their truth. But when someone is giving you advice, which I think is different than truth, and someone who's in the business that knows, listen to them. And that's what Tyra does. She gives her perspective. But we have to go back to the beginning, the genesis of season one, oh. America's Next Top Model. I come back from Italy. I was living at my house in Florence, Italy. I come back. I'm at a party. Aretha Franklin's there. We're at Sylvia's in Harlem. And there's a gentleman there by the name of Derek Kahn. And Derek Kahn was the stylist to the stars. He's the one that coined Bling Bling. He's the one that put Little Kim in Chanel. He's the one that brought couture to hip hop. Phenomenal, phenomenal friend, a phenomenal um, stylist. And so I didn't know him at the time when I had come back from Italy. And we're at this event and he comes up to me and he goes, Oh my God, you are phenomenal. Where are you from? I said, I just got back from it. He goes, what are you doing tomorrow? You're going to be on the Tyra Banks show. I'm calling you a lifestyle expert. What? So I didn't know anything about this guy. 
long story short, um, I showed up. <laughs> I think yeah. the number one uh, key to success is showing up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's call a thing a thing. Yeah. Show up. Sometimes you don't have to know what you're doing, but you have to know that you want to do it and it will unfold naturally. Right. Tyra comes down the hallway. Keep in mind though, that prior to Tyra and America's Next Top Model, I was working with Beth Bolt, who discovered Naomi Campbell. I was shooting girls for Ford and Next and all the big agencies. And so I was working with Beth and we were scouting. And I'm like 15 years old at the time. So this is not something new to me. You know, I discovered one of the most beautiful models, Fatu Job. And she's on the cover right now this month of German Elle magazine. She's also the um, spokesperson for Louboutin Makeup, Hermes. She's worked for Dior. She's worked for Dolce & Gabbana. She is one of the most incredible girls. I found her in the subway. So I knew a thing or two about, you know, um, scouting. This My scouting fatu was years after um, uh, Tyra Banks. Uh, and so, you know, what was interesting with the Tyra show was that I didn't have a big role on it. No one really knew what was going to happen with it. This yeah. was the first season. And when I was sitting in one of the, um, the, the meetings and then the rooms, I was like, you know what? This is pretty incredible. And so... It was like, you know, one of those moments where Tyra's Tyra is Tyra. And that's why yeah. she was able to run that show for so long. You yeah. know, she's not only is she a personality, she's also sincere. She's authentic. Mm-hmm. She knows she calls a thing a thing, right? Like Ian LeVan says, I call a thing a thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it was just the right time, the right place. And it's a weird industry. You know, it's like a needle in the haystack. And one girl is hot this minute, the next minute, it's like, who's the, what's the next look, right? So it's a very disposable, recyclable industry. And um, it's a tough industry. Yeah. And so when Tyra brought that tough industry to the home via the show, I think people were seeing an industry that maybe they never thought what behind the scenes looked like. And yeah. it's that times a million. It's It's a cutthroat industry like most of them are. I tell you, I never missed one of those. But yeah, it's a very nerve-wracking business. I I I cannot imagine ever working in that industry, especially seeing them go to New York Week. Fa- fashion yeah, week. New York Fashion Christmas Week. Clothes. Oh my God, it was just too much. So uh, now I want to know about, uh, I heard that you took, the show which you do on LA Talk Radio, which is Max and Friends. Uh, and it has become a television show on WSFL, the CW, and it's titled Eye on the People with Max Tucci. I did not know about yeah. this. How did you do this? It's- so for many years, I was working with a group, a production group called Ion South Florida, the Ion team, E-Y-E-O-N. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I was covering Sundance for them. I was covering events for them. I was emceeing. I was hosting. I was reporting. I was doing investigations. I was doing so many things for Ion. And then one day um, I get a call <laughs> and it's Amy and Jack. And they're like, we love your work. You know, we love Max and Friends on LA Talk Radio. We love how you interview people. Would you be open and willing to taking that show, which you know, we weren't doing video really at the time. Yeah. You know, we've been doing remote before the pandemic, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but we weren't really doing video. And yeah. so they said, let's take this show and let's expand it and take it one step further and let's make a TV show out of it. And so I always wanted to do a TV show in that spec where I can introduce you to newsmakers, celebrities, and everyday people, but they all have to be inspiring. 
So I interviewed Sophie B. Hawkins. I interviewed Tommy Rose. And then there were some really great interviews of people that really necessarily weren't famous, but were impactful in their story, inspirational in their story. And so that show ran on the WSFL CW. And then, you know, I think it's wonderful when we can also say no. And so my beautiful no for the moment was a pause. You know, I was doing Max and Friends. I'm writing a book. I'm covering events. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And it was just a point where the whispers of my being said, pause. Now, pause doesn't mean stop. Yeah. So I told them, listen, season one was great. I look forward to season two, but we have to pause. And then I was going to Italy and I was doing cooking shows and and entertaining shows there. And we were following. This is before Stanley Tucci was doing CNN. I was doing Inside Italy Food Festivals, you know, undiscovering Italy. So there was so much on my plate. The candle was burning literally at both ends. Yeah. And so I said, let's put a pause on it because if I can't be my best self, right. then I'm not going to be able to have my guests be their best selves, have the moment be its best self. So I paused it. And, you know, season two could be happening in the near future. I'm oh! always available, Priscilla. I'm telling you, <laughs> I, I wish you were available. I t- you are jet setting all over the world. I don't know. For, for me, for you, this is normal. But for me, I would be like so mentally exhausted doing everything. That you know, I want to be, I'm going to be transparent. How? How? You know, I have to tell you, there is, there are moments where I do get mentally exhausted, where anxiety kicks in, where I get, you know, these like weird panic attacks. It never happened, you know? And it was like, shit, like, you know, how do we really, how do I start yeah. maintaining my well-being. Mm-hmm. And it's difficult, you know, it's between phones and computers and accessibility. Right. You know, there are times where I'm exhausted. You know, we can only hide behind our smiles for so long. Our social so, mask. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you know, I reached out to BetterHelp, um got the app and I was like, you know what? Let's have a conversation and talk about, you know, all of this shit that I'm going through. And so it is yeah. one when I travel, I love it. You know, yeah. and when I go into different time zones, it gets a little tiring. Yeah. But again, you know, it's like to to paint the picture that my life is wonderful. Yes, I have a beautiful, blessed life. But yeah. with that, there's also the duality of just being a human. Yeah, I can break. I get exhausted. I'm, you know, so it's like drink lots of water. I love meditation has become really one of my 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 most beautiful treasured um, understandings. You and wrote so, a book. Right? I contributed to a book, yeah, with Dr. Okay. Sister Jenna called Meditation, um, Sacred Stories. It's a beautiful book with some wonderful contributors about how meditation transformed their lives and my life. And boy, I tell you, I don't know how. I mean, you just seem like from the moment you wake up, you just can't get to that space of even doing meditation. So for you to be able to make that part of your Daily that pause. Activity. That it's, pause. That's amazing to me because you are so high energy, so enthusiastic, like go, 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 go. So now tell me, I want to know on when you do your book signing, I want you to tell me what the experience is going to be like. First of all, let's 
give credit to Jessica Knapp, isn't she? Hey, Jessica. <laughs> she did such a great job sending all your stuff over. Thank She's you. on top of it. She is. But okay, so November the 15th, what's happening? Is it a book signing where you're sitting? Are you going to be reading yes. portions? So of the before we jump to November 15th, let's jump to November 5th. Let's back up November 5th. I'll oh. be in Hayfields in North Salem. It's a small little gathering where it's a local gathering. It's going to benefit local charity. Hayfields in North Salem, New York, November 5th. And it's going to be from one to three. Moving forward, November 10th, if you're in Palm Beach, South Florida area, come out to the Palm Beach Bookstore. And there we're going to be doing a book signing and a, and a, and a smaller author talk. Um, and that is from 5.30 to 7.30 at the Palm Beach Bookstore, November 10th, which is my sister's birthday, November 12th, which is your birthday. I will be in Washington, D.C., not doing a book signing, but celebrating a friend who will be um, inducted into the national, the portrait, gal the, the big national portrait uh, um, yeah, museum. And so we'll be in D.C. for that event. And then I fly back because this is the launch of the book. I yeah. come back to New York on the 13th. The 14th, Rizzoli have given me the windows of the yeah. store. So the 14th, if you want to come by and you're in New York in the morning, we'll be, we'll be dressing the window. The okay. 15th, I know there's so many. Follow me at Max Tucci. You can get all the events there. But on the 15th of November, it is the Rizzoli, which is my publisher, which I standing ovations. You know, Charles, when I was rejected all these years, Charles said, here's why. Because you were trying to tell someone else's story. I was telling mm. stories of my grandfather, which are beautiful stories. Yeah. But a lot of this book is through my eyes, through what I right. was taught, through what I learned. So November 15th, we have Jennifer English, a James Beard Award winner, Gracie Award winner, culinary broadcaster, will be the moderator for the Q&A. We have Marissa May, whose father was the Rainbow Room in San Domenico, New York, who worked for my father. Mauro Maccioni, whose father was the Cirque. I have like my family, my culinary tree, my culinary family. They're joining me. We're going to have a Q&A. We're going to have an author talk. We're going to talk about the book. You know, we're going to have an amazing room filled with some amazing celebrity friends. We'll be selling the book. I'll be signing the book. And you're going to learn about New York, Hollywood, recipes, indiscretions. You're going to learn about some really incredible stories, the trials, the tribulations, we're going to go on an emotional culinary roller coaster of Epicurean sublime delights. Oh, my Lord. How I'm the fuck is that? <laughs> That's just titillating. Now, do you, can people just walk in or do you have to make a reservation? Like my grandfather, all are welcome at my table. Now, <laughs> some, of, some of them, some of the invites you will see RSVP. Here's why. We need to know for valet purposes. We need to know for how many books. So some of the events are RSVP because we have to have books there. The ones that don't have RSVP, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. Come on down and let us celebrate the Delmonico Way, Sublime Entertaining, and Legendary Recipes from the Restaurant that Made New York by Max. And Tuchy. that is on, <laughs> again, November the 15th. 15th in New York. New York. Concrete Bucks. Jungle. 1133 Broadway at 26th Street. Yes. And go to RizzoliUSA.com to find yep. out more. Six Let's to eight. see the book. Didn't you show me the book? 6 to 8 p.m. on the 15th. Yes. There's the book. The Delmonico Way. Yeah, oh, I can I that. show you a recipe? Yep. I'm going to yeah. show you. I'm going to show you the steak. <laughs> oh, look at these poached pears. Oh. Ooh. Right. And then what I love is this. Oh, look at this clam pasta. 
This is my sister's recipe. Oh, Jesus. Look oh at this. Oh, my God. Right? And then, look, cocktails, the Nikki Haskell, the orange Nikki. <laughs> and so we have so many wonderful. Oh, here's that steak, Priscilla. Oh, I ribeye steak. Oh, I love it. And oh. if I have just one moment of your time, yes. I want to show you this is who it's all for. My oh, ancestors. Put it closer. <laughs> My ancestors. And so tonight on Max and Friends, in just a couple of hours, I have a pre-record with an amazing guest. I want you to have her on your show. Her name is Felisa Latin Soul Hernandez, Felisa Latin Soul. She's coming on. She's joining me. She did a song called Ancestors. And so tonight I'm interviewing her and we're playing her music on Max and Friends at 8 o'clock here on LA Talk Radio. I love you for having me on your show. I know we got to wrap it up. Sam Sam probably has steam coming out of his ears. He has steam. Believe me, he has steam. I'm a a regular offender. But anyway, thank you so much, Max Tucci, for coming on the show. Please say you'll come back next year and we can do a follow-up on what happened with the book. I'm offended that you said next year, but then I realized next year is two months. (laughs) And your book six months in advance. I know, always, always. (laughs) So I graciously accept your invitation. And I will be having a party in Los Angeles, so I'll come on your show to promote it. Oh, okay. I want to be at the party, too. You will be there. All right. We'll get Harry Styles to be there. (laughs) You better get me Harry, son. Get me Harry. All right, everyone. Thank you so much. This is Max Tucci, the one and only. It's his book. It's available now. Buy the book. You. Even though you won't have it, buy it for the holidays, buy it for Hanukkah, buy it for Kwanzaa, buy it for Christmas, buy it for Mother's Day, Father's Day. Go right now. It's at Target. It's at Walmart. It's at Amazon. It's at Barnes & Noble. It's at Rizzoli. Wherever you buy your books, buy it, love it, support it. And I love you all for, for, thank you. Thank Thank you, you, Max Tucci. We'll see you next week on Question Reality. Bye. Bye. You're listening to Question Reality with Priscilla Leona right here on L.A. Talk Radio.